Hey, I want to thank everybody for uh, joining us on another episode of the Statics Automatic. My name is John Roberts. I'm here with my cousin. Tom Roberts, how you doing? Let's get to this. Let's cut it up. Word I up. guess first and foremost, welcome back to the Statics Automatic once again. God damn, boy. Back. Cutting it up. Yeah, we're here again, man. Right here with y'all. Um, fucking... 200, over 200 followers now on Facebook. That's pretty fresh. Growing like a yeah. pea bug. <laughs> yeah, growth and development like GD. Yeah. <laughs> uh, shit, that's going to get the FBI over here. Right? Oh, that, yeah. That kind of rhetoric. Yeah. Not that they're not the biggest gang in the world. That's why they'll be here. Yeah, no shit to represent. Like the crypt smashing the bloods. Make sure you ain't fucking saying nothing, son. Don't keep, be, don't keep be, your mouth shut, boy. Yeah, you can bang all you want, but not on my block. Mm-hmm. Boy, that's what they call you. Boy, <laughs> that's why if you want to grow and develop, you got to do it in Chicago. That's it. FBI scared to go to Chicago. Yeah, you don't see police up, that, you know, in the ghetto. They they don't even go down there no more. They're scared. That Chicago is a violent fucking place, man. That's where them GDs come from. I know. That's where old Mister Hoover, Kanye, Larry, <laughs> free Larry Hoover. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, they've been screaming that for a while. Free, I don't. I bet a lot of people don't know who Larry Hoover is. I'll tell you what. Uh, I did not like that Trump didn't uh, pardon uh, Tukey Williams. I don't know about Tukey. What did Tukey do? Tukey was the founder of the Crips. Okay. And he'd been in jail for like 30, 40 years for murder. <laughs> Damn. And... In prison, he changed his ways and did a lot of outreach. Right. Try to get gang, uh, whatever the fuck they call it, truces. Right. And wrote some books about why you shouldn't be in the gang. Uh-huh. And I thought he did his time. You know what I'm saying? I'm, well, fuck. I know, uh, you know, I, I personally know people that did less than eight years for murder. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that uh, he was uh, up for uh, the death penalty or whatever. Okay. And Trump could have pardoned him, but they killed his ass. They killed his ass anyways. Huh? I thought he should have pardoned him and Snowden. And Assange. Assange, yeah. Yeah, Julian Assange yeah. definitely. Julian Assange definitely deserves a pardon, man. I mean, come on. But that's just the kind of world we're living in. If you're a truth teller, uh, you're you're worse than a criminal. It's upside down world. Upside swear down. Swear to fucking God. Upside down and inside out. Let me show all you folks what it's all about. It's all about. <laughs> Boom, there it is. But uh, yeah, it is fucking upside down. Truth is uh, is treason. You know what I mean? That's just opposite world. Mm-hmm. Everybody running around saying the opposite of what's real, and believing it, and standing for it. We'll die on the hill for it. That's that's the scary thing is that I don't know that they believe it as much as it's just true to them. Right, right. Like there's nothing to believe or not believe. Well, it's like like a compulsive liar. Like somebody that lies so much they can't. They just believe it. They just believe it. Well, now. these folks are just so indoctrinated that there's no question about it. Like they don't even see it. Right. Yeah, I. I it's because it's, they're not objective about it. They're not objective about anything. Nobody told them they could have more degrees than a thermometer and still be dumber than a bag of hammers. <laughs> yeah. No shit. Well, they just don't analyze anything. They never. They never go past face value, right? So. They trust the experts. Yeah. If, well, the, if the expert says it's the truth, then it's the truth by God. Yeah. There's no reason to analyze. Why? Like there's some kind of a hidden cabal that's trying to overthrow the world. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. That sounds stupid. Yeah. That sound, you sound like a conspiracy theorist. 
Yeah, all those all those keywords. You sound anti-Semitic. Yeah, well, you sound like you've triple vaxxed, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you just have a stroke, or are you just triple vaxxed? <laughs> That's been my favorite reply lately. Whenever somebody says something dumb on the internet, you sound like you quadruple vaxxed. <laughs> Spatting all that bull. They're like, oh, fuck, you just reminded me. I'm late for my shot. <laughs> yeah, that even that thing, like, people, there are still some people that are hardcore on that shit. Like, they still, 100, even though, like, all the evidence shows, like, the mortality rates are way higher now than they were pre-2020. Um, myocarditis is at an all-time high. And you could show them all this stuff. You can put it right in front of their face and it, nothing. Well, that's because they still have the media brainwashing them. Yeah. People are having heart attacks and myocarditis because of climate change. <laughs> yeah. I literally seen a, a CNN article that said people were having heart attacks because of climate change. Yeah. I've seen, I've seen some shit like that, too. Uh, you got John Kerry and the climate regime out there pushing all this bullshit. Bill, Bill Gates, fucking. Oh, I seen a video uh, not long ago. I'll have to look this one up while we're here. It was uh, Bill Gates saying, next time we'll get their attention. The next pandemic will definitely get their attention. I seen a video. I'm like, God damn, man. That's just ballsy. Hey, that's just like Kamala. Yeah. Just yeah. outright saying we're doing some uh, population control. Population control. Yeah, this lady here, man. Uh and then these motherfuckers will still say that you're a conspiracy theorist. Mm-hmm. Shit, that's not what she meant. I just had someone look at me and walk or walk away a couple weeks ago because I said that population control is why everyone's pretending to be gay because they got pushed on them for population control. Yeah. They just got pissed off and ran off, huh? Yeah. They ain't trying to hear all that. I seen Bill Gates open a little container of um, mosquitoes at some big speech. Yeah. And he said... This way, malaria is not just for poor people. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> nah. Yeah. That's strong, man. Like they, they, they come with it, man. I'm telling you. I wish I could get this thing, this goddamn thing to reset here. But anyways, I got this on. Uh, we'll listen through it at once, but we'll make sure that uh, we can hear it for, uh, we'll play through it twice, actually. The what now? When we invest in clean energy and electric vehicles and reduce population. Here's the whole thing. When we invest in clean energy and electric vehicles and reduce population, more of our children can breathe clean air and drink clean water. The what now? So when we invest in. I mean, you literally hear her say it, right? Just so everybody knows. Oddly, if you look at all the people that you know, who are the ones that are Democrat supporters? All the lower class or lower middle class people, right? Uh, as far as I can tell, like yeah. mostly everyone I know who has any measurable amount of success or money is libertarian or Republican. Yeah, it's like all the poor people are Democrats because they want free shit. Right. But just so all you people know. When Kamala Harris says that if we can do some population control, then our kids can breathe easier, 
She means their kids. And she ain't talking about your kids. No. No. She's not talking about poor kids. The population control is about your kids. Right. <laughs> you are the carbon they want to reduce. That's exactly right. That is it, man. And, and you could tell them that all day long. I mean, you can show them proof. The woman just said it. You just, just heard it come right out of her fucking mouth. Straight out loud. And uh, nothing. Just nothing. Just dead-faced fucking... Got nothing for us, man. I mean, you know, they're not open to debate. Nothing, it seems like most people. You know, I'm, again, we're all about the individual. Some individuals you can't talk to, and some can be swayed. You know, but for the for a general Democrat, they're not. They're just so into what Obama was saying or whatever. They're not gonna. They're not gonna give. Well, that's like uh, the other day we was talking about not having any work at my dad's house. Mm-hmm. And he goes, oh, yeah, Biden stole the election so he could go to Middlebury, Indiana and take your job. I'm like, <laughs> the economy didn't crush itself. Right. It's obviously a result of something. So Trump's responsible for everything that ever happened. But Biden didn't personally go and take your job away. Yeah. Well, and that's the that's the logic we're dealing with, right? Um, yeah. Jeez, man. Uh. Well, one thing about that business, and I and correct me if I'm wrong, I'm not 100% sure, but the government's been propping that business up for quite some time with government yeah. contracts yeah. In, in general. I mean, with the FEMA contracts, things like that, right? I mean, well, not really. I mean, when they had Katrina or whatever, right? like one company, I think, did a bunch of FEMA units. Mm -hmm. But that company's fucking, it's trash. Like, yeah. It's not a big contender in RV. Well, I was having, uh, I was talking to one guy not long ago, and he was saying that they were making buses for Florida, but it was transport buses, which was just a government contract yeah. for Florida, right? Yeah. So, I, I mean, it just seems like there's a lot of government that was propping it initially. Well, in my, in my view, the government has been propping it up. With their fake money. Right. And their suppressed interest rates. Right. And people fucking having pointless jobs that they think that they're making honest living. And they're able to go finance an RV. Right. But now they can't. Because I, I don't know if they can continue to kick the can down the road. Right. And raise the interest. Or they don't have low interest rates anymore. Yeah. The dollar's losing its value. You want to talk about interest rates, bro. They just posted rates for this month. You know, I sell cars or whatever. Point and a half jump in auto, in auto loans some from last month. Yeah, the we're talking about it. When I started, and I started back selling cars, what it was shit, October last year, and we're, you could still good credit on a used car. You could still get two point nine. Now, good credit used car seven point five nine, bro. That that's how far up it's come for good credit in the used car market. So I can't imagine what that's what I don't know where it's at in housing, but you know, trying to buy a house right now has got to be out of control. Like trying to buy anything. Imagine trying to go and buy an RV. Right. That already is overpriced junk. Yeah. And literally junk too. A junk. lot of it. Yeah. They yeah. fucking fall apart on the first time you go run it. Fucking, uh, yeah. Just ma uh, manufactured cheaply, just fast. Yeah. As fast as we can go with no, no concern. Uh, for quality, quantity over quality. Well, a lot of this shit comes from China that we build them with anyway. Yeah, so it's already generic Just shit. Just shipping containers full of fucking junk. Yeah. And you go slap it together. 
and some guy gets told, you can take it now and pay for it later. Fuck yeah, sign me up. Right. Right. Yep. Yep. That's with all things. You know, if, if you're incentivizing something, you get you, that you get more of it. No yeah. matter what you incentivize, you get more. Yeah. Of it. If well, it, most Americans, if they can pay for it later, they'll take it. Yeah. They don't even care if it's a kick in the head. If I can pay for it later, fucking sign me up. Free trials. Yeah. Get that free trial. You can cancel it later, and that's why they give all the free trials because they know most people are too lazy to cancel. <laughs> You know, or too dumb. Yeah, can't fix. They'll, can't, can't get they'll, they'll put in. like one little roadblock for cancellation, and then people are like, "Fuck it, it's ten bucks a month." Yeah, yeah. Um, we're in trouble, bud. I feel like we're in trouble here. Yeah, I think the BRICS is set to uh, release their new currency in like two weeks. Yeah, they're ready. They're all signed up. They're ready to rock and roll. August. They said they should be out. So, wow, what a what a game changer that's going to be worldwide. Well, that's the thing. You think we have inflation now? Yeah. Wait till half the world quits using the dollar and they all come home. Yep. Well, you know what they say about the fucking chickens, man. They got to come home to roost at some point. Wait, what, wait till... Wait till all those countries that were using dollars to buy oil. They don't need dollars anymore. I got some pretty good stuff about that. A guy uh, I like to listen to, maybe we'll analyze a little bit of that. But I wanted to talk to a little bit about uh, Mike Pence, <laughs> former Indiana uh, state. What was he, a senator or governor over here? I think he's a point guard. He fakes right and goes left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. Um but hopefully, let me see here. I'm, I'm going to try to play this for us real quick. But uh, he's just not real concerned, this guy. I'm sorry, Mr. Vice President. Have you? I know you're running for president. You are distressed. You. you are distressed that the Ukrainians don't have enough American tanks. Every city in the United States has become much worse over the past three years. Yeah. Drive around. There's not one city that's gotten better in the United States, right. and it's visible. Our economy has degraded. The suicide rate has jumped. Public filth and disorder and crime have exponentially increased. And yet your concern is that the Ukrainians, a country most people can't find on a map, who've received tens of billions of U.S. tax dollars, don't have enough tanks. I think it's a fair question to ask, like, where's the concern for the United States in that? Well, it's not my concern. Tucker, I've heard that routine from you before, but that's not my concern. I'm running for president of the United States because I think this country's in a lot of trouble. I think Joe Biden has weakened America at home and abroad. <laughs> That's so, not. So, so this guy here, yeah. That's but, not my concern. I mean the nerve. Jesus. You believe it. Can you even believe it, dude? How, how are you running for president? Tucker Carlson says, where's the concern for the United States? Uh, it's, not, it's not my concern. Okay, so why the fuck are you not running for president of fucking Ukraine? Ukraine, right, right. Go, maybe you could do him some good. Maybe you can go be vice president for fucking Zelensky and stab that motherfucker in the back. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking Judas. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder why flies land on that piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so did you... Uh, he was... You know, and again, I didn't really get much back into politics until after Donald Trump was president. So I've literally went through the entire Obama administration. I might have seen that guy talk twice. 
the Trump administration, I might have seen that guy talk twice. Like, literally. That's how much I have detached myself from mainstream politics. Because at that point, I you know, we went through Ron Paul's election, 08 and 2012. And I was just, you know, it's kind of the same thing I was looking at that I'm seeing now. Like, how the fuck can nobody see what the fuck's going on, you know? I've been screaming this shit since, like pre-2001 since like 1999 you know what i mean like how fucked up everything is yeah and 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 you just can't get through to anybody you know so i just completely given up on the whole fucking scene and so now i'm kind of just getting back into it um since we, we started talking about this podcast in uh i think august of 2022 is when we really started getting it going and then we, we recorded a couple pilots um in may we at the beginning of May is when we actually started doing some things with it. And, and here we are now with a lot of growth and a lot, you know, a lot of things coming. I, 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 I'm glad we're doing it. You know what I mean? But my point is, is that did you see, I seen a video of Pence during the 2020 election, taking some sort of a coin from Chuck Schumer. Maybe did you ever see that video? Huh. You, should, you ought to see it. It's uh, in Pelosi, but you can see it live. Like they, they're they're up there and they give him some sort of like a coin, like he's part of like a club, like a an Illuminati or something like that. <laughs> it's weird, but that's what I've been, you know, catching up on all of it because, of course, this is after the elections. Um, that he really did stab fucking Trump in the back, and there was a lot he could have done in regards to sending out, you know, sending out recounts to the states. Yeah. And he just decided, nah, fuck that. No, because he he wants to be the big dog. Is it, yeah. So now he's running. So that had to be in the back of his mind then. Right. Like, let this motherfucker, let him fuck him around, put him in jail, whatever. And then right. I get to be the boss. Right. Very well could be. I mean, politics is a strange thing. It, I, when I first had seen that he, he was running this year, though, I kind of thought it was just a divide, try to, in a, in a, a weak attempt to try to divide the Republican base. I got news for you guys, though. Repu- uh, there's no beating Trump. Well, here, this is what people fail to understand. It amazes me because people we know that are hardcore libtards, yeah. they don't understand that they hate the Republican Party, but it's not the Republican Party anymore. Right. Trump's Republican Party is not George Bush's Republican Party. Not even close. The, no living former president of the Republican Party showed up for Trump's inauguration. Right. That tells you everything you need to know. Right. Because I believe George Bush is a corrupt bastard. Sure. The Bushes are corrupt bastards. Sure. And 9-11 was an inside job. Absolutely. And them guys didn't show up for Trump. Right. That's not, it's not the same Republican Party. Well, the Republican Party you're talking about is the neocons, the deep state, the fucking, yeah. The new, fucking the war new, hawks. New world order. Yeah. The fucking globalists. Yeah. The ones that were in there doing the WWF with the Democrats all these years. Yeah. Yeah. That you go out there and fucking, I want to fucking snap into you <laughs> and then get on the bus and get drunk and drive to the next city and talk some more shit yeah while but, having breakfast together yeah, in the morning yeah they're a bunch of randy savages <laughs> fucking bunch of poffos <laughs> yeah. but then trump gets in there and he's like no we ain't doing that now right now we're gonna say what we mean and do what we say right 
And they were like, oh, this dude's got to go to prison because we can't be doing that shit. Yeah, it's it's such a weird thing. And again, like I said, I've been so far out of it, but it is interesting how incredibly uh, against Trump the media is. And man, they are just on this guy, like stink on shit. And, and like I said, uh, we were I was saying a couple weeks ago is... If the media is against you that hard, it's kind of like what they were doing to Ron Paul. I want to hear what you at least got to say or what's going on. Well, for me, that's my argument with people I know that are hardcore Democrats. I'm like, okay, so let me get this straight. You hate George Bush. Yeah. George Bush hates Trump. Yeah. So now you're on the same side as George Bush. Right. Well, no. Well, yeah, you are. Right, right, right. You you literally are on the same side as George Bush. Yeah, well, it's like that whole it's the whole MAGA thing, right? Like, uh, and that's what I mean. There's no beating Trump. There's cheating Trump, but there ain't no beating Trump, dude. Like, if you just see his polls, I mean, his closest contenders, uh, Ron DeSantis from Florida. I guess he's a petering out. Yeah, I, that's what I'm hearing. Yeah, yeah, like he's just about to be done, totally yeah. the towel style. Um, but he is the closest opposition that Trump has, and he was getting something like 17% uh, as far as the Republicans go, while Trump's at like 54. Crushing them. Crushing. Just absolute crushing. Well, I like to think that a lot of people are finally waking up, like I've been saying all this time. How are you not pissed? They lied to you about Russian collusion. They lied to you about the laptop. They lied to you about coronavirus. They fucking lied. You name it. They lie to you about every uh, college loans getting yeah. paid off. So for the past, what, eight years? Right. You've been out there, all oh, Trump did this, Trump did that. All lies. Right. You've been running around repeating lies, arguing with people that it was true. Now are you finally getting pissed and going, you know what? I'm not fucking letting you lie to me and lead me like a fucking blind dog anymore. Well, that's what I wonder, too, is what what is the opinion of the heroes that was doing the TikTok videos on this COVID shit? Like... Now that now that there's some truth coming out about all this, how hard does it have to be for somebody to sit there and admit now that they were wrong this whole time? Yeah, and a, and a beautiful thing is, you can even admit you were wrong and place the blame on the Democrat Party and the mainstream media. Right. You can say, you know what, I got lied to. Yeah. And I bought it. I was uninformed. And I was I was misinformed, and I was wrong. Right. But no, they all double down. A lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's that's uh, like they say, uh, you know, pride comes before the fall. It's like they just have too much pride to just say, hey, we were wrong. You know, you were out here screaming that the shit wasn't real the whole time. You were right. I was wrong. I do see every now and then somebody admitting that, and that's good. But I seen a thing from Vanity Fair not long ago where it was talking about uh, COVID forgiveness. Like all the people that, you know, they were sitting around telling us that we were pieces of shit and we're Nazis and, and you know, all these things that we were killing our grandmas and that we were unfit for society, that they should come and take our kids away. All this shit they were saying, right? And now now we're supposed to forgive them now. Yeah. You wanted that. to take my kids away from me. Yeah. Yeah. You wanted to see me locked up. Yeah. For no reason at all. Like literally no reason at all. You want to cuss me out in the fucking Whole Foods. Yeah. Well, I seen this... Uh, I wonder if I have this saved, but I'll look. But uh, it was a video because, again, I don't watch mainstream media, but I see that somebody put together like a compilation video of all the celebrities that were getting together and telling you, you know, 
uh, get the vaccine or you're a piece of shit and fuck your freedom and all this other shit. Dude, it's, that is strange. That is a strange thing that just happened overnight. Like, how do you, you know, these people are not Americans, bro. Like, they're <laughs> and that's the thing too. Like, like I said, the former Republican presidents didn't show up for Donald Trump. And a lot of this shit is a spinoff of the Patriot Act. Where they use 9-11, they use terrorism to chip away at your freedom. Right. And then after they start with that shit, here we are, where you're not even free to decide if you want to get a shot. You're not even free to get decide if you want to wear a mask to the grocery store. Yeah, that was fucking nuts, dude. Like, the whole situation was nuts, man. And and what's weird is the, to see people still running around with the fucking mask on, man. To still see it to this day, like, what the fuck is happening, man? I hate to generalize, but 99% of the people I see wearing a mask mm-hmm. are, are black people. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I see, a, I see a disproportionate amount of, of it's a lot of black people, but I see a lot of white people doing it, too. I mean... Um, well, I, I guess my point is that there are people that lean Democrat and consume a lot of mainstream media. Right. And it's the same shit. The media is just fucking pouring it down their throats. Because the media is still saying that COVID's fucking killing people right and left. Yeah. Which is obviously not the case. Well, I just heard somebody the other day, uh, it was at my job, and they said that they're their friend had got COVID and and it just about made me fucking lose my mind laughing. Cause I'm like, really? That's just, you guys know that shit's not real, right? Like you realize that or, or no, you know? <laughs> well, as like in the beginning, you heard stories of people say that they went and signed up for a COVID test in one of these lines in a parking lot somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. And then they got tired of waiting around and fuck around and left. And then they got a letter in the mail saying that they tested positive. Where they never even never, took the test. And I thought, yeah, well, I don't know if I believe that shit. Until people I actually know literally did that. Got tired of waiting left and fucking got told they tested positive for COVID. Isn't that fucked up? And, and here's a thing right now that I didn't want anyone in my house being tested, being tested for COVID. Right. Because... You'd have to quarantine, you can't go to work, and all that shit, right? And it's just a big old bunch. Yeah, you just know it's already just some fake-ass shit. So, um, the school tested our boy. Okay. And he tested positive. Somehow. So, now the health department sends a letter to my house. We know that someone in your household has tested positive for COVID. Right? Right. So, I asked my boss, what does that mean to me? He's like, well, if you didn't test positive, that means you just come to work. I'm like, okay, no problem. Well, I'm driving truck. So I go to do a delivery and I go in this factory and they want me to sign a piece of paper before they'll accept my delivery saying that I have not been exposed to COVID. (laughs) And I'm like, yo, I can't sign it because the school involved the government and my house. And so now the health department knows that I've been exposed to COVID. Right. Right? Right. And so any other time in history, I'd be like, fuck it, I'd sign it. But now the Democrats are accusing you of being a fucking murderer mm-hmm. if you don't get the shot. <laughs> and at the time, I'm like, if I just walk in here and claim I got the shot, they're going to put my ass in jail. 
Right. Because that's how fucking serious they were. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The shit's fucking out of control, man. Um, I was talking about it earlier about Bill Gates, and this is just a real little fucking like uh, 10 second clip, but it's just Bill talking about the next time. Uh, we'll get it next time or whatever. So um, let me see. You know, we'll have to prepare for the next one. That, you know, I'd say is uh, we'll get attention this time. Mm-hmm. So we uh, we will get attention this time. You know, what's he know that we don't, right? Well, they say they're already war game in the next the next big pandemic. Yeah, they're getting it lined up. Can't wait. The question I think is, are we going to have the same response as we did the first time? Like, is everybody just going to go into fucking panic mode? Like how ridiculous the whole thing was? You know what I mean? Like, is it going to be the same type of uh, situation or are people going to actually stand up for themselves? Or, or, or here's a, here's an even better question uh, for you and for the audience. Do you think people are even capable of standing up for themselves at this point? No. Yeah. I heard it straight from Joe Biden's mouth. You think that uh, what they like to call assault weapons <laughs> is going to protect you from a tyrannical government? Right. When I have F-16s? Well, yeah, that's funny that he says that, but then uh, at the same time, on January 6th, a bunch of people taking a tour of the White House were going to take over the entire government. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a bunch of grandmas. They didn't have no F-16s. Yeah. <laughs> but it was the worst thing in the whole history of the world. Oh, that's great, because these fucking Democrats say, oh, Joe Biden's the best president we ever have. Well, he's literally threatening the American population with warplanes. Yeah. And, and and the way he talks about, and they got to have a boogeyman, right? So I guess the J6 people and anybody that has an opinion about anything is just a, a domestic terrorist, right? We're white extremists. Well, I was listening to that uh, Christopher Ray stuff where he's in front of Congress. And one of them guys asked him, he said, there was a bunch of illegal FISA requests involved in January 6th. Matt Gates And arresting these people on January 6th. Yeah. So now that we know that you guys made illegal requests to the FISA court to arrest these people, were any of the agents involved in that illegal activity fired? Christopher Ray, like every other question, uh, I don't, I can't answer that. I'm not going to answer questions about personnel. Yeah, <laughs> he couldn't. Answer, that's what I want to know. How's that guy not in jail? I. That's a good question. How do you? Man. Are you the director of the FBI? You work for the American people, and you can't answer any of the questions of the American. Not people. a single fucking question. Man. You don't want to try that at work. If they ever start asking me some questions, I'm like, I don't know how. That, I can't answer I, that. I can't answer that at yeah. this time, man. Um, do you got that clip of uh, of of Christopher Ray and Matt Gates? That's a good one. Yeah, that's one I wouldn't mind everybody listening to because it, it is a good one. And what's nice is when we when we play these clips, at least we have some receipts here, right, of uh, of what's actually going on. Like, you don't have to take our word yeah, for it. Yeah, it's just ain't us like, just sitting here talking shit. Yeah, this is actually going, da- going down on the hill. That have occurred on your watch. Would, would, do you have any basis to disagree with that assessment? Again, I don't have the numbers I sit here right now. Let me start this over. Okay. 
Yeah, you don't have to take our word for American it. People need to understand what just happened. My exactly. co- my Democrat colleague just asked the director of the FBI whether or not they are buying information about our fellow Americans. And the answer is, well, we'll just have to get back to you on that. It sounds really complicated. But I have other questions. I'm sitting here with my father. I will make certain that between the man sitting next to me and every person he knows and my ability to forever hold a grudge, that you will regret not following my direction. I am sitting here waiting for the call with my father. Sounds like a shakedown, doesn't it, Director? I'm not going to get into commenting on that. Well, you, you, you seem deeply uncurious about it, don't you? Almost suspiciously uncurious. Are you protecting the Bidens? Absolutely not. The FBI well, does not the has que- no well, interest in You won't answer the question about whether or not that's a shakedown, and everybody knows why you won't answer it. Because to, ev- to the millions of people who will see this, they know it is. And your inability to acknowledge that is deeply revealing about you. But let's go from the uncurious to the downright nosy. How many illegal FISA queries have occurred under your leadership of the FBI? Well, there are reports that have come out with different numbers about uh, compliance incidents. More than a million illegal ones? Because that's what the inspector general said. The inspector general said that in the 3.4 million of these queries, more than a million were in error. Do you have any basis to disagree with that, that assessment by the inspector general? Uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure, actually, that's a, com- a correct characterization of the inspector general's uh, oh, well, findings we're, on well, that. The internet will remind you of that I, in moments. But, but let, let's now go to uh, what the, the court said. The court said it was over 200,000 that have occurred on your watch. W- would, do you have any basis to disagree with that assessment? Again, I don't have the numbers I sit here right now. What I can seems like you- a number you should know. How many times the FBI is breaking the law under your watch, especially if it's like over a million to not know that number? And I'm worried about your veracity on the subject as well. Play this. Play the video. Matt Gates puts it to him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Letters for investigation I don't believe FISA is remotely implicated in our investigation. Were you, you- so, so there, Senator Lee's asking you whether or not FISA was in any way involved in your January 6th investigation, and you say no. It, was that truthful? I said that I did not believe it was. Okay, so now let's pull up what the court said, which was something a little different than what you said. So, so here, no, nope, that's not the right one. Yeah, here we go. Right there, it says, the government has reported additional significant violations of the querying standard, including several relating to the January 6, 2021 breach of the Capitol. So I guess the question, Director Ray, is did, did you not know when you were answering these questions that the FBI was engaging in these illegal searches, or did you perjure yourself to Senator Lee? I certainly didn't perjure myself. At the time that I testified in front of the Senate Judiciary Committee, uh, I didn't have that piece of information. I will add... Well, that was a court order. You didn't have that piece of information because the court hadn't yet rendered a judgment. Did you not know when you gave the untruthful answer before Senator Lee that this was going on? It was a, it was a truthful answer. I did not believe FISA had been involved in the January But it was. So you didn't... The answer is the FBI has broken so bad that people can go and engage in queries that when you come before the Congress to answer questions, you're like blissfully ignorant. You're blissfully ignorant as to the unlawful queries. You're blissfully ignorant as to the Biden shakedown regime. And it just seems like it gets into a kind of a creepy place as well. Go to our, our next image on what the court 
Robertson? Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, this is what we're dealing with here. And uh, I heard him the other day. It was funny. Uh, Director Ray talking about just how he wouldn't want Trump to be president or whatnot because, uh, you know, uh, he would have vendettas against all these fucking people that have been committing all these atrocities, yeah. you know? Yeah, we don't want him for president. He might enforce the rules. Yeah, there might be law. Yeah. You might have to be held accountable by law. You might not be able to arrest your political opponent so that you don't lose. Right, right. Oh, my God, dude. It's... uh. Wow. He might pull America out of its third world status. And again, man, like I said, I've, I've had my head in the sand for so long that all of this is so surprising. I mean, it's not surprising, but it's it's surprising to what length we've it, it's gone to from when I when I quit paying attention. Well, that's even since we started this uh, just months ago, they've gotten so outrageous yeah. that even then you would have to make some assumptions to get from what they say. To population control. Right. You'd have to make some assertions there. Right. But now you don't because they, they just straight out say it. They don't care. They got <laughs> it's well. And that's what I was saying is you typically don't show your cards until the game's over. And they must have, they must have it figured out to where like they know they're going to win. They know they're going to just kill everybody. You know what I mean? Uh, even today we're sitting here and we got this, uh, theoretical Canadian smoke, which is about a, a biggest fucking joke I've ever heard in my life. There's been wildfires for how long in the history of the world. And we've never dealt with this kind of smoky haze fucking days and days and days. You know what I mean? Like, not is that to, weird? Not to mention yesterday we went to this little party and I was going to send my drone up and take some pictures. Yeah. So on the way. I wanted to make note which way the wind was blowing. Okay. And guess which way the wind was blowing yesterday? Can't. North. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, circle back. It's that lake effect smoke. So we got the wind blowing north <laughs> and the smoke coming down out of Canada. It's scary, man. Like the, it, they are. They're just coming straight after. They're like it's just all out assault. Nobody knows. And our. Uh, our jet stream goes from west to east. Right. And northerly. Right. So why would it blow the smoke down from Canada? Uh, like I said, it's that lake effect smoke. It's that, <laughs> it's that reach around smoke. <laughs> yeah. We're getting a Trudeau reach around. Get, get, something's going on, bro. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm a little conspiracy minded anyhow, but it's uh, it just doesn't fucking seem right, bro. It smelled, like I said... Uh, it smells like a barrel of burning tires, man. It, it it doesn't smell like a campfire. It doesn't smell like smoke. It doesn't look like smoke. You know, uh, I seen somewhere they were they te they were testing it and they found uh, formaldehyde and like I can't remember the other one, fucking benzene or some shit. Yeah, benzene was, was in the was in the smoke, like high levels of that shit. Like abnormally high levels of that shit. Yeah, I went out this morning. I was going to mow the yard. And I was like, man, it's smoky out here. Fuck it. I hope I die. <laughs> <laughs> and you're not the only one that feels that way. And that's what's so fucked up about our culture right now is like, it's like there's just not any hope. Uh, you know, you got to look real hard for hope, you know? It's just like there is none. Like everything fucking sucks, bro. Well, it's fucking backwards world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Einstein said. 
The funny thing about smart motherfuckers is they sound like crazy motherfuckers to dumb motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's where we're at. Yeah, yeah. I think Einstein said that. <laughs> <laughs> it's either him or somebody on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, it's uh it's fucked up. Uh oh, I don't even know what to think about it about it all. It's it's just crazy. Oh, I ha- uh, the first time I heard about that Canadian smoke was a YouTuber that goes by the name uh, Dabu7. Okay. And uh, I seen today a couple videos he had. Apparently, we have a tsunami warning in Alaska. That's odd. Yeah, apparently there was a massive earthquake off the coast of Alaska. And he showed video of these fucking alarms going off in towns in Alaska saying evacuate. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty wild. I haven't heard nothing about it. Well, you know, and who knows how deep it goes with the whole harp thing, you know? Yeah. You got these motherfuckers that are, uh, you know, pinky in the brain, hell bent on destroying the world. And uh, maybe they have a weather control apparatus. Well, either Putin sent sent us a, a tsunami or we fucking set off the earthquake and sent it the wrong way. Well, what about Turkey and all those earthquakes over there? I mean, that dropped out of the news real quick, didn't it? You, I hadn't even did, heard about it. You never heard about that? Oh, man, it was crazy. So evidently Turkey, and, 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 and what's weird, here, check this out. So and, and again, this isn't speculation. I could look it up and show it to you. But uh, the day or three days before that, all the political leaders got notes that said, uh, got com- orders that said, hey, you need to leave Turkey. All this shit, like uh, the people from France, the people from England, the uh, United States, you know, the ambassadors that are over there or whatnot, they all got the word, get the fuck out of Turkey. The next day, they got the fucking biggest earthquakes in their history. And not in just one epicenter. You know what I mean? It was like all over the country. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, crazy. yeah. yeah. There, it was crazy. And that's what they were saying. That's what people over there were saying. It's like, it's got to be, it's like, it's like weather attack. Like, because all that is, is, all they're doing is evidently is sound, is sending high levels of frequency into the tectonic plates and that gets them going that gets you an earthquake you know what i'm saying now that's some deep shit that's some deep shit but when you're talking about what's possible and what's not possible it checks out i mean they use uh high frequency like alarms to ward off pirates oh yeah yeah so big ships will be out there and they're like off the coast of africa mm-hmm. and these somali pirates will will like rob these ships yeah so they point that thing at them and it has a real high pitch frequency. Right. That will blow their ears out if they continue to come toward the ship. If they get too close. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, they're, they evidently they use that for crowd control these days. Yeah. You know, in certain areas. Well, there's some people that that's their explanation of how the pyramids were built with frequencies and vibration. Really? So you can't move that heavy of a block, but if you vibrate it, then you can just push it like a hovercraft like it's on a a thing of rollers or something yeah well it's hard to uh it's weird because the more digging you do and the deeper down the rabbit hole you go you realize that we've been lied to about a ton of things um it's like we were talking on the artificial uh conspiracy episode you know the flat earth type stuff like who fucking knows, man? Like, who really does know? I don't. I I don't. You know. Well, that's the thing is, 
you learn what you know from the Department of Education, which is right. a government department. Right. And they've lied about every goddamn thing they've ever said. Yeah. So why wouldn't I question that? And that's what that's one of the reasons I don't believe in dinosaurs, dog. <laughs> you know, because uh, I, I just, uh, it's hard to believe anything these fucks say. It's just weird. Like, yeah, we've been fucking like kidnapped by the government and taught what they want us to know. Well, that's a, that's a weird thing I deal with in my daily life. And it's probably a, a fucked up way to see things, but like people will brag how good their kids are doing in school. And I'm like, if your kid is doing great in a public school, that just means that they're good at sitting down and shutting the fuck up. Like they were told. Yeah. Well, even at the beginning, like when I was in school, it's just memorization, right? It ain't really uh and sit down and be quiet yeah, while you remember it. Yeah. And rem- and rem- remember what you what you've been taught, which isn't necessarily a uh key indicator of being able to problem solve or, right. or survive in the real world, you know. It's certainly not a measurement of intelligence. No, not at all. Not at all. That's why I, I you know, I wish we'd bring some trade schools back, you know, that kind of thing cuz that that learn something useful. Go out in the world and be productive. I would like to see some programs where guys our age can go learn something, like, for free. Right, right. I mean, there's got to be something. Uh, I'm sure there's things, there, there are ways, maybe, I don't know. There's got to be some sort of programs like that now. There's, though. All, there's all kinds of stuff I'd love to know. Right. But I'm not paying eight grand. To do your six-month course or whatever, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, and that's the thing. They figured out how to just uh, make money off of everything or whatever. Ugh, yeah, goddamn. But man. that's the thing about intellectual property. So they're charging you for the course, but once you have that, that's the one thing that you will always have. Right. So if you invest in an asset, you could lose the asset. Right. If you're gambling at the casino or you're buying stocks or whatever... You can lose. Yeah. But once you invest in intellectual property, there's right. no taking it right. away. Yeah. Once you have a skill that, that can make you money, you always have that skill. Well, at least until you get Alzheimer's. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. I agree. Then all you got is a poopy diaper and a stale cup of applesauce. And some fucking woke nurse punching you in the face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's like that meme I saw. It's a guy rubbing his hands together. Like, oh, yeah. It says, uh, when a therapist sees a girl with blue hair walk in the door. (laughs) (laughs) Payday. (laughs) You're going to be here a long time. (laughs) Well, you can just tell her whatever you want. She'll believe it. Yeah. It's like, I think you got daddy issues. Come over here and call me daddy. Yeah, no doubt, man. No doubt. Um, there's a cat, uh, see, I kind of want to talk a little more about that bricks stuff because it does feel like once that's all signed up, we're going to be in a world of hurt. And I don't think most people are going to know what to do or what to think or, well, I think this ties in me personally, but, uh, the sec Uh apparently it was ruled against in the XRP case. Okay, so they're going to be able to trade XRP now. And so now it's been two and a half years that this suit's been going on right. between the SEC and XRP. Right. Now all of a sudden, this BRICS currency is on the on the cusp of being released. Now the lawsuit's over. 
Yeah, weird, huh? So now XRP, which they said would re- replace the SWIFT system, right. be a global bridge currency. Mm-hmm. Now all of a sudden the lawsuit's over and Block Blackwater can buy it or whoever the fuck. BlackRock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jesus. Talk about some fucked up shit, too. Oh, I went and seen The Sound of Freedom. Damn, I was going to today. Uh, there's a YouTuber. His name's Steven Gardner. Uh-huh. And uh, he has free tickets. Yeah, just you can just... Uh, and that's at the end of the movie, right? Jim Caviezel gets on there and he says, Hey, here's the deal. We put up. They put up a QR code, right? And it says, Anybody can scan this with your phone. And if you buy tickets they'll they'll be distributed like people they'll make sure they're used as free tickets for somebody that can't afford to go see the movie or whatever damn good idea yeah steven gardner said uh they sponsored his podcast for that episode and gave him a thousand tickets oh nice nice so he was just like go in the comments get your free ticket that's cool as hell so it would just uh show you you put in your zip code and then you pick a local theater and you go watch it for free nice nice yeah, I mean, and here's the thing. Uh, it was a good movie. It, it wasn't a... Uh, let me put it this way. It was a good movie. It wasn't the greatest movie, you know what I'm saying? But definitely it was a good movie, and it did have a serious message. And again, I still stand... I still find it extremely weird that the left-wing media or the mainstream media in general would come out so hard about a movie that's about kidnapping and raping children. <laughs> like how do you stand how do you make a stand against that? Right. Where where's the controversy? Right. Like I could see if you made a movie that was pro kidnapping and raping kids. Right. That that would be controversial. Right. And people would protest it. it I would boycott it, you know. Right, right. But when it's anti raping kids Where's the controversy? It's the weirdest thing in the world. Like, why is everybody so upset? I don't get it. And then they're trying to, like, it's almost like they're trying to associate the movie with the QAnon stuff. And, you know, it's it's weird. It's just so fucking weird, man. Well, let's, you got to look at it like this, though. If you made the, the show Cuties on Netflix. Yeah, okay. And you were making profits off of child porn. Right. Yeah, you probably would be anti-movies that say don't fuck little kids. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus, weird, man. I did not, however, go see Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. I I haven't seen that one yet. I'll probably have to wait on that one to hit the streaming services. Oh, you've already seen it before. Oh, certainly. If you've seen Jumanji or the 13 other Indiana Jones movies. Right. Same shit, different. Journey to the center of the earth. All the same shit. You pick an adventure movie, you saw them all. And it's weird, like, that's the fuck... Oh, yeah, and the right, they got a writer strike going on. Thank God, just stay not working. Yeah, stay home. Yeah, you fucking assholes. Nobody wants to hear from you anyways. I, I think I see the connection here. Yeah, something... The, the Sound of Freedom comes out. They raise awareness about not fucking little kids. And now the Hollywood writer's like, well, why go to work then? <laughs> <laughs> If I can't show up and fuck Corey Feldman. You're going to take away the adrenochrome? Yeah. <laughs> I bet the withdrawals off adrenochrome are hardcore. Oh, I bet, dude. <laughs> oh, God damn. Yeah, I'd just be hurting. Motherfuckers are sitting at home on oxygen. <laughs> they start shriveling up and shit. They're going to come back for work in two weeks and age 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's fucked up. 
Um, yeah, it's fucking bleh, fucked up. But yeah, so they're they're on strike. Good news. But anyways, I was just about to make a comment about how why why is it that that's what's happened over the last twenty to thirty years? I would say especially is the repackaging of just old movies. How many times can we sell the same exact fucking movie over and over and over yeah. again with a different character and barely even a plot twist? Right. Well, it's weird because our generation is all that dope shit and they're trying to remake all this shit right like ninja turtles and all the shit that we had when we were kids right right but then it's like well and the thing is is i think they're remaking it for us right like it's not even necessarily for our children anymore it it they're they remake the lion king live action because they know we all go watch that shit right like, it, we're the same market. We're the same target market or whatever. Yeah, that makes sense. But I was, like, listening to the radio. Well, I need to turn on the radio. Like, she didn't want to hear what I was listening to or whatever. Yeah. So I go in the store, I come back out, and the radio station's on. Uh-huh. Where I was listening to Pandora, Pandora or whatever. Right. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, every song that comes on is some super weird, gay, transgender shit. Like, Drug yeah. Addict, like drug addict shit. And weird shit, too. Like, yeah. it is some weird shit. I, yeah, I was listening to the radio the other day. I can't remember what was going on, but it, that definitely something that had to do with the menage a trois. Yeah. And it was some fucking, like, little kid pop, teeny bopper pop song, you know? Well, I was, like, now I'm like, well, shit, I don't know what to listen to because everything is some fucking weird gay shit. Right. And then even if I put on, like, shit from our time, half them dudes have been ruined for me because I'm like, Ice Cube running around saying that he's oppressed. Yeah. Uh, I'm not listening to that shit. He's been punking some dudes out on Twitter like, lately. Uh, Snoop Dogg fucking shooting an effigy of, of Trump. Right. I'm like, I'm good on that. Right. Eminem's <laughs> so, fucking woke freestyle. He, he's embarrassed or he wants to kill himself because he's white. <laughs> That's what he said. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm like, I need to find something to, something else to listen to, right? So lately I've been listening to a lot of metal. Yeah. But then it still comes back like a, I'm not well versed in that genre. So I'll look up like I'm on Pandora with my headphones on or whatever. And I'm like, damn, this shit bangs. Who is it? It's some early 2000s or late 90s metal band. Right, right. I'm like, there's nothing new. No, they've stifled originality and creativity, man. And then like. The Gray Society, bro. Rachel listens to that shit. So I was like, yo, bu- uh, Bullet for My Valentine's fucking tight. And it's older. I'm just now getting into it. Yeah, just tuning in. And she's like, well, if you like that, check this out. She sends me some videos. I'm like, this is all some weird fucking trans shit. The reason why I switch genres. Right, right, right. <sighs> yeah, well, they and they just keep pushing it and pushing it and pushing it. Well, it's just like back in the day when, you know, uh, uh, what the fuck is the punk band that got real popular in our day? Green Day? Yeah, Green Day, right? They were part of the punk movement, and everybody loved them and shit, right? And they they were punk, though. Like, they were legit punk when they first come out. And then they get up in the mainstream, and it all just turns into fucking, you know, just hoe shit. Yeah. Just fucking punk-ass shit. Like, now they're really on some punk-ass shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> not punk, punk-ass. Punks. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I seen, like, a little documentary about them or whatever. I think it might have been on Netflix. And they come up in a punk scene wherever they was from, Seattle or wherever the fuck it was. But uh, apparently, like, the day they signed their contract, 
their whole entire following was like, you guys are punks. Yeah. Because the, you, you come up in this punk scene, we made you who you are. Right. And the whole idea of the whole scene was that we don't sell out. Right. And here you are. Wake me up when November ends. Yeah, exactly. Wake me up when November ends. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah, that's it, man. And everybody, uh, all, everything's gone to this woke bullshit, man. It, it's it's what they want. It's what they're pushing. And and again, we've talked about it before, but these celebrities are just handpicked. They've went through all the rituals. They've taken it in the ass, and now they're ready to go out and sell the wokeness. Yep. Yep. And just for the money. That's it. They go fucking, let some Jew give them a million bucks to pound them in the booty hole. And fucking make them famous. And then they go out and tell everyone how they ought to be getting pounded in the booty hole. All right, exactly. Louise. <laughs> At least back in the day, Dre would act like a gangster. And not tell everyone he got pounded in the booty hole. Right. Tupac was always saying that shit about Dre. Yeah. <laughs> Down here trying to work. Now, I just seen a thing just yesterday. Said that uh, Daz had produced All Eyes on Me, the whole album. No, no shit. And that Dre got credit for it just because he had the bigger name. Right. And so that would sell. But they were like, you need better put some respect on Daz Dillinger's name because he's... The mastermind of a bunch of that shit. Oh yeah, Daz was a badass. Yeah, man. one of my favorite rap records ever, honestly, and still to this day, I would probably call it like a top five record. Is uh, the Dog Pound Dog Food that record? Never you know? heard it. Oh dude, it's a fuck. Really? It's a fucking banger, bro. But the thing is, is you can't find it now. I mean, you got to look around. You got to look deep because uh, Death Row Records owns it. Oh yeah, and they, uh, they pulled it off everything. Yeah, Snoop Snoop bought Death Row. Oh, did he now? So now Snoop owns Death Row. Well, maybe we can find some dog pound right now. And then. so uh, he said that he took it off of everything because he was going to make it where the artists involved were going to get paid. Dabs and corrupt. And all yeah, that. he he's like this shit ain't just going to be out there and Shug getting paid or whatever like. Dudes are going to get paid or just stay in the studio. Right. Um. So what do they got nowadays? Well, do they got this record on here? Oh, my God. It is back. Straight fucking banger, dude. Yeah, Snoop Body. He said he paid up a grip on it. Oh, I guess we ain't hooked up no more. I must have turned it off. Dude. This is your jam right here. If you have, a, if you've never heard this record, bro, like this fucker is. Well, probably literally, I feel like one of the best top, top five you can't see records Back up in that ass once again with some of that nigga dash shit. Now, when it possessed me to do the shit that I do to put you in the dirt, the 
<laughs> yeah, you know why that shit is so so dope though. Great though. Is that they masterminded all that shit. Oh, for sure. That, so, th- that shit is right there. It's off the hook. I don't know. I might be I might venture to say maybe Daz wouldn't be his shit might not be group written as much. Right. But it probably is. Right. There's ten- I don't know. Back in them days it was MC and MC and a lot. That's this is like early early probably early nineties, ninety three, ninety four. Yeah, the, the DOC said that's how they was doing it. Really? Yeah, he was one of the writers, and they would sit around a group of ten guys. Yeah, and, and write together. Well, and the dog pound, like they're they are a they're a big group. There's a lot of dudes involved, so that wouldn't surprise me. But well, Daz is a Daz and corrupt both off the, the hook. That Daz and corrupt back and forth. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the best duo in the game. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, they crush. I hate Fat Joe, but uh, Fat Joe and Big Pun, they some of their back together. and forth stuff was dope too. Yeah, yeah. But a lot of people don't know, Snoop Dogg bought, he wrote all of Nothing But A G Thing. The whole song? The whole song. Yeah. And then uh, the one on Dre's Chronic 2000 with Dre and Snoop, he wrote that whole song. Oh, okay. And then uh, Forgot About Dre. Eminem mm-hmm. wrote that whole song. You can tell, too. Yeah. Just the way Dre's rapping. Yeah. You can tell he didn't write it. Yeah, it's like, you don't write like that. No, no. You don't rap like that. No. That's like uh, Biggie uh, uh, with Bone. Yeah. Bone and Biggie. Yeah. He switched up the whole style for that one. Yeah, yeah, really. Which was dope, because you know he did that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's some good old good old classic. You know, and that's back when rap was just good music. They just don't, it, don't, it isn't no more. Now Biggie was kind of coming out like on that, like it started to just be all about money and shit like that or whatever. Well, that was the thing. Biggie actually he said that you know his second album released right after he died, right? And he said, "I'm gonna do this album, and then I'm just gonna start a chain of restaurants, right?" Because he said, "Like I was rapping about being in the streets and shit," because I was, right? And then I couldn't rap about that no more because I ain't, right? He's like, "So I started rapping about having money and shit because I do, right?" And he's like, "But." Now, what what's left? Right, right. So he's was opening a chain of restaurants called Big Papa's. Nice. Well, they got the bad boy curse. You know what that yeah. is? You fucking you sign with death or uh, with bad boy, you you just pass away very quickly, <laughs> or you go to prison or something. Well, Only Black, one who got out was Mace. <laughs> Black Rob went on for a while, but and he died recently. Did he? Yeah, he had a stroke or something. Well, how, probably COVID. <laughs> probably COVID got him. <laughs> yeah. It had to be. And then fucking uh, uh, Shine. Oh, yeah, Shine. He went straight to prison. Come out a Jew. Did he? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, makes sense. Yeah. (laughs) A lot of black guys go to jail and come out Muslims. Mm -hmm. He came out a Jew. Had him on the wrong cell block. He tripping. He come out an acidic Jew. (laughs) (laughs) Odd. (laughs) <laughs> well i'll tell you yeah you know what and that, that's another thing you know when we'd originally started this podcast we were going to talk talk a little bit about rap music as well like there I, there's a lot to go but the politics is so there's so much of it every day it's in our face every fucking day bro well, so it intertwines too yeah because uh like tupac uh when they put him in jail saying he raped that girl yeah he said that there was dudes coming saying that, because uh, he got shot before he went to jail. Yeah. And uh, he said there was dudes coming up saying, oh, man, uh, Biggie was the one that set you up. 
Right. And it turns out them guys that were telling him that were FBI agents. Getting them all fucked up. It's because the FBI had a task force to cause dissent in hip-hop. Mm-hmm. They saw the following that it was getting, and they wanted to shut it down. So they fucking put undercovers into prison to put this shit in Tupac's ear that he need to get out and fucking go kill Biggie's ass. No shit. Yeah. And so, like, Biggie's mom to this day says the FBI was following him, taking yeah. pictures. They had pictures of him, Mace, all them dudes. Right. And she was like, so you guys are following him. You got all these pictures of him. Where the fuck were you when he got shot? Right, right. You're just sitting there watching. Well, and is anybody surprised at this point? Well, that's like that uh, Russell Poole, the guy that was the detective in LAPD. He said, I figured it out. It was cops. Right. And then they fired his ass. Yeah. There's all, oh man, just so much dirty, dirty shit goes on, man. It's sad, isn't it? Well, and that's the thing. That's all political shit that was going on then. Mm-hmm. Because that was the fucking the same FBI now that if you asked them, I would say they can't answer that. You can not answer. Not yeah. today. I don't answer questions about personnel at this time. Yeah. You guys just sat there and watched them get shot? Well, I don't recall. Yeah. I don't recall. I don't that. recall. It's not. <laughs> that, that's not my concern. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, I think a lot of that, too. Uh, the Pence, the uh, DeSantis, uh, you know, those are just guys that are running, trying to create some sort of... They got to do something to try to stop Trump. Like, they got to try to insert some sort of divide. And that's what I thought as soon as I saw Pence announced. was like, they're just trying to take a few percentages here, a few percentages there, and maybe they can get Ron DeSantis up there where, you know... I was thinking, I can't believe this motherfucker's going to run for anything. Yeah. Fuck him. Yeah, really. We don't, we still don't have legal weed in Indiana. Right, right. You ain't shit. (laughs) (laughs) Don't have a lot of legal nothing in Indiana. Of course, there ain't nothing here but corn and Indiana Beach. (laughs) Oh, shit. Well, what do you think, bud? I think we're over an hour now. Looks like we did it. We did it again? One mo again, banged it. As Crum would say, one mo again, one mo again. <laughs> we got to get him up in here on one of these. Things. I'll, I'll say, man, I will get that dude dick sucking drunk on non-alcoholic beer. On non-alcoholic yeah. beer up in here, yeah. Well, you don't got to get him drunk. <laughs> get him, get him wet on that O'Doul's. Point oh oh one. Yeah, uh, like I said, I just, I just, I find it interesting. Like, you know, he was there and he had some fucking crazy shit happen, bro. Yeah, I want to hear about that. Yeah, he's had some real crazy times over there or whatever. I mean, from what he's told me, and I'm sure he hasn't even divulged to me everything that did happen, you know. But just uh, getting, uh, you know, he was over there for quite some time, so it'd be nice to hear from somebody. And he's not happy that he was there, you know. They all feel tricked. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. But uh Yeah, that's a fucking that's a fucked up. Fuck fucking nightmare. But anyways, hey, uh thank you everybody once again for taking the time to listen to us and uh I figure I'm going to start live streaming every single time we get 100 followers. Hopefully that's like every day I can start live streaming. That'd be great, wouldn't it? Yeah. But uh I got another one coming soon. We're only about 15 people from that, so um, you'll be seeing on the live stream. I've been making some uh, music too, so it's going to be cool. 
yeah, you know, this year should be pretty cool. We get a couple, a uh, couple of jam sessions in, and uh, you know, we'll definitely offer that stuff up to y'all. Check it out. We was just talking about crumbs stories. Uh huh. I'm gonna rock this once. You can cut it out if you don't like it, but check this dude out. It's dope. You ever heard the name Doug Zimbach? Oh, I haven't. Major Zimbach is a. He was a man, man amongst men, right? He was. Now look what you did. What'd you do? Major Get it paused? Is a, he was a man, man amongst men, right? He was called the Lion of Fallujah. Before we went into the city, he stood up on a tank and he said that the dogs of Fallujah would go fat off of feasting up the dead bodies we laid to waste. And that's exactly what happened. Uh, I actually have a dog with a hand in its mouth on my kneecap from that deployment. There were so many bodies that they weren't whole after a couple days. Um, legs, limbs, chunks were missing. You just see dogs running with fucking arms in their mouth and you're desensitized. And you're like, you can't even make this shit up. Yeah. Fucking crazy. You huh? might be a badass dude if your name is the Lion of Fallujah. Yeah, no shit. Well, that's just crazy how crazy war actually is. Yeah. People don't understand that. No, we don't. Certainly, I don't ever want to see war. But unfortunately, there's more than one kind of war. And we're we're in, in it. We're in one. There's a war going on outside no man is safe from. <laughs> you can run, but you can't hide forever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all, peace. We'll see you next time. Time to line up. Time to hold a sign up. Throw a backbone. Time to line your spine up. Raise your voice. Clear your throats and sign us. The kings are back. Call him Royal Highness. Be like me, not you, D-I-E. 495 squad, don't need ID. Before 911, you need not flee. But no 411 means no TV. Television must have altered your perception. The truth from deception. I need proof for reflection. Misdirection at all times needs disconnection. You want, you want, we want that brand new. These motherfuckers right here cannot stand you. Treated like cattle, and soon they will brand you. But know you and me, there is nothing they can do. Who's the belly of the beast out here? Is it you and I? Is it due to fear? Is it protocol? How we vote them in? How we set them up and let them all line high behind a grin? Got no time for the fake information. Let's just stand out, don't stand information. Real life, it ain't on the TV. It's you and me, so best believe we got to fight back, swipe what they might have now. That's our life mapped out. If you like that, then I guess that we coming for you. Valley of the beast, throne, true. You want, we want that brand new These motherfuckers right here cannot stand you Treated like cattle and soon they will brand you But know you and me, there is nothing they can do Got some shit right here that you cannot fuck with Finally got the courage to face the puppet Never change me, they just change the subject Wanna blame me cause I read the subtext What's next on? They say the budget The government, no, don't mistake the public Don't blame the whole, blame those that dug it Don't go for show, just show you love it Love it, leave it, reach above it Come inside it, find it's ugly Hate it, hold it, fix it, bark it They won't change it, they can find it Want it, nothing but it, throw it Now they got us 